1: Hello, hello, and welcome to the Healthy But Human podcast. My name is Callie. I'm your podcast host, and I'm so excited to have you here today listening wherever you are in the world. Welcome. If you're new to the podcast, this podcast is all about all things relatable and realistic lifestyle tips and tricks whether that's in the realm of health and wellness whether that's in social life whether that's in faith whatever it is i am here to chat about it so think of this like a bestie facetime chit chat kind of vibe anyways we always start things off with a little self check-in so think of a self check-in like imagine you're the doctor and they're asking you about how you're feeling all the symptoms everything so that's what the self check-in is to do is to help you just reground yourself think about how you're doing how you're feeling mentally physically all the things so Wherever you are, take a deep inhale through your nose, fill up your lungs with lots of love, lots of goodness into your beautiful body. And then on your exhale, just slightly open your mouth, side out, let it go. Any stress, tension, just release it with your breath. All right. Now that we've taken a nice deep breath, keep the breath going. And I want you to ask yourself, how am I feeling today on a scale of one to 10? 10 being I'm thriving, one being we're not doing too hot today. And as you answer, never judge yourself either. It's okay to have a weird off day. Now, I want you to ask yourself, have I drank water in the past 30 minutes? If you have never listened to the show, or you have, (laughs) regardless, grab your water bottle. We're going to chug in three, two, one, cheers to hydration. All right, we're feeling hydrated, feeling good, feeling amazing. Now, I want you to ask yourself, have I stood up in the past 60 minutes? If you have not, I want you to stand up, shake out the legs, shake out the arms, get the blood flowing, and then sit back down. Okay, now, I want you to ask yourself, what is something that I'm so thankful for in my life? Maybe it's something that's happened in your life. Maybe it's just something in front of you, like a plant or a tree. It could be anything. Just think about something you're thankful for. And now, I want you to ask yourself, what is something I'm currently struggling with? Just thinking about that struggle and a follow-up question to that question. How can I make my current struggle a little bit less intense? So maybe if you've been feeling depressed or sad today, you can listen to the podcast and go on a walk outside, get the sunshine going on. Or maybe if you've been struggling with stress, think about something you can do to help minimize that stress. If you've been struggling with thinking about going back to school, Think about something that you're currently thankful for in the present moment. And speaking of back to school, the whole episode today is all about back to school slash productivity advice. So if you're anxious about school, I got you, my queen, okay? And final question before we get into our little updates of life, I want you to think about something that you've accomplished this past week that you're just so proud of yourself for doing. What is a win that you want to celebrate? Okay. Now that you're feeling good, now that you're feeling a little checked in with yourself, I'm going to update you on my life. (laughs) I always feel so awkward, like transitioning. I'm like, what do I, how do I, how do I transition this smoothly into, I'm going to talk about myself now. But anyways, you guys do seem to love the updates and I love sharing them with you. So let's get into this and get real. I feel like I'm in the weirdest mood today. I genuinely, oh my gosh, I want to keep things so real on here. Not every day is perfect. Not every day is rainbows and sunshine. I wish it was but today is one of those days where I feel really sad <laughs> and I just feel really depressed. Not depressed. That's a little, nah, I don't want to use that word. I just feel very like down in the dumps. If you ever watched, I just thought of Winnie the Pooh. If you ever watched Winnie, Winnie the Pooh growing up and you saw Eeyore the donkey, I feel like Eeyore today. That's my vibe. I just like felt weird. I don't know. I cried this morning a lot. I woke up. I don't know. It's kind of weird. I feel like I woke up my sleep schedule was disrupted because <laughs> if anyone is married and has advice for me in this realm please let me know because something that's been a little bit of a challenge is so John woke up at like 5 a.m this morning and I woke up my alarm was set at 7 a.m and we, we went to bed at like 11 last night so he's super he's super super disciplined about If he, regardless of the time he goes to bed, he's going to wake up early where I'm more lenient with myself. I'm like, if I go to bed at 11, I want to make sure I get enough sleep. So I'll set my alarm a little bit later, but I still wake up. I'm kind of a light sleeper when it comes to movement. And I still wake up when he gets up in the morning and like the alarm wakes me up. So... I woke up at 5 a.m. and I tried to, I went back to sleep, but then my little puppy, Mermaid, she's not really a puppy anymore. She's like 9, 10 months. I guess she's technically a puppy. She started to eat, started to eat our rug. And I woke up to the noise and I was like, oh my gosh, Mermaid, no, go back to bed. And then she went back to bed and then I woke up like five minutes later. And again, she was eating the rug and I was like, bro, go back to bed. So I felt like I don't know if this is how it feels to have a kid, but I felt like I was waking up all the time this morning to get my animal to stop being bad, but I just, like, feel really tired, and I just feel in a weird mood, so enough of a rant. I don't want to be, like, down in the dumps, like, negative Nancy today, but... Just keeping it real because i want you to know that not every day is perfect and even if social media does a great job of making us feel like that i'm being realistic and letting you know what's really going on so i was gonna record the podcast tomorrow because i was like oh my gosh i feel like i should record the podcast when i'm in a better mood but then i was like no this podcast is called healthy But human for a reason because we're all human beings and we all have days we don't feel amazing and i want to keep it real with you guys so anyways that's what's been going on today with my mood but aside from that I this is so like so random but I don't know if you guys have ever tried I think it oh what it's Revlon the Revlon blow dry brush thing I think that's what it's called. I have one and I haven't used it in like months and I I stopped using it just because I didn't have a heat protectant spray and I didn't want to damage my hair because I was using it so much and I feel like my hair was getting really dry from it. Anyways, I have a heat protectant spray now and I was like, I was feeling like in a weird mood and I was like, you know what? I just got my hair done last week. I really, I, today was the first hair wash day for me since I got my hair done. So I was like, I really want to enjoy being super blonde. So I'm going to blow out my hair and look like I have a blowout. And I did it and I feel good. So that was a positive, And yeah, that was super awesome. And then also, you guys, I'm really excited because we have... So I've been working on this for a while now. I, I genuinely just like have not been putting it off, I guess, but I've just had so many projects going on at once that I haven't really been able to finalize things. But as you know, I've been working on podcast merch now for a little bit and I'm so excited because today I finally sent in the order request for the merch and I'm so excited, you guys. We're going to do like a little limited, no, yeah, a limited edition drop for the first round and then... We're going to basically do like a pre-order. So when it whenever like whatever sells out, you can like put your name on the list to get on the list for the next round. So anyways, that's coming up soon, you guys. I'm really excited. I basically picked the hoodies are gonna be this really cute light blue and then the and a light pink and we have oh my gosh, we have such cute tote bags coming. I'm so excited you guys, so keep a lookout for that. That's gonna come. I believe I'm aiming to launch it in September. So coming up in like a month. So I'll keep you posted on all that. But I'm really excited for it and i'm so sorry it's taking me a hot second to get the merch done i know i've been talking about it for so long and i feel bad because you guys are like where's the merch where's the merch and i'm like i'm sorry i'm trying but i'm really excited it's gonna be awesome and worth the wait anyways other updates you guys i told you last week i bought a house and that was wild anyways we've been renovating and it has been such a project but in a really fun way we're painting the entire house and we're painting the ceilings too we're painting the walls we're painting the cabinets and I'm going to spill the surprise. I told you guys on socials, I would tell you, but we still haven't, we still haven't painted them. So I can't do the reveal yet on socials until you guys, until I have the cabinets painted the color. But I'll tell you on here because you guys are, you guys honestly hear everything first. So the podcast, hears it first, we're painting our kitchen cabinets, a light blue, and I think they're going to be super cute, but I was not anticipating the cabinet painting process to be so so much so many steps you know like you see these cute kitchens on pinterest and you're like oh my gosh that's such a vibe like oh pinterest inspo or kitchen inspo and then when you actually do the project yourself you're like whoa this is way harder than it looks on pinterest but it's been really fun and after this podcast recording sesh i think i'm going to go over to the house and paint some more but it's funny because john and i are literally covered in paint so i'll wash i'll shower off and i'm still covered in paint and i'm like interesting But other than that, life has been good. I definitely need to get a nice good night's sleep tonight and get out of this little weird funk I'm in. But other than that, you guys, I'm really excited. Let's move on. Move on to the episode because this episode is, you guys picked it. I gave you guys the option for what you want to listen to or (laughs) yeah, I guess you guys are listening to this what you want to hear and you guys picked back to school advice so basically this episode is going to be all of the advice I wish I'd had someone tell me when I was going through school and a little background on me because if you're new to the podcast you're like who am I listening to my name is Callie and I am currently 23 years old I'm turning 24 in almost a month which is so crazy I graduated from college two years ago. I went to University of Miami in Florida, and it was so fun. I was in Zeta sorority there, but I was not very involved. So, if you're a Zeta, resist resist us. Anyways, that was so cringy. Anyways, anywho, I went to three different high schools in three years. I graduated high school a year early. And then I went to college, and now I'm living in Florida still, but I'm not in Miami anymore. And I'm working for myself. I have a Pilates studio, it's virtual. Go check it out. Sweaty Studio, it's so fun. And I also have the podcast, and I'm also a content creator. So that's a little bit of my backstory. I also worked in public relations for six months after college. Because I was wanting to be an entrepreneur, and I was an entrepreneur, but I didn't have any money. So I was like, I need to work until I can make money from being an entrepreneur. And now we are. So it's all good. But that's my background. I am going to be so transparent when I say this. I genuinely despise school from kindergarten through college. <laughs> I've never been a huge school lover, but it's kind of funny because I never. I was always a kid where I was... Loki, a teacher's pet. Like I didn't want to get in trouble. I remember in first grade I actually they had like the red light, yellow light, green light system and I was on green light and then I was in this one group project and my group was being bad and all of us got put in yellow light and I remember sobbing and the teacher ended up having to move me back to green light because I wouldn't stop crying. Other backstory, my mom used to pick me up every day early from school in kindergarten because I literally would get like such bad school anxiety and I couldn't I wouldn't stop crying so she'd always have to get come get me I definitely definitely was not a fan of school I think I struggled a lot with social anxiety as a kid and didn't realize it so looking back I'm like wow if I could just go and give little seven-year-old Callie some advice I would do that but we're going to talk more about high school and college today and also if you're out of school and you're working these tips are also going to help you because a lot of it is productivity related and how to navigate overwhelm and stress so i'm really excited for this episode so the first thing that i want to talk about is obviously we're if you're listening to this when it comes out this is coming on august so if you're listening you're about to have the transition from school or from summer to school and i think transitions in general can be really challenging because you've been having whatever type of summer you've been having, if you've been having a productive summer where you've been working an internship or a job, or if you've been just chilling this summer, just hanging out with your friends, getting the sun, all the things. I think regardless, it definitely is a big transition because all of a sudden your schedule entirely changes. And for most people, school requires them to wake up earlier than they've been waking up during the summer. So not only is your entire just schedule changing during the day but you're also having a huge sleep schedule change as well so i want to give you some tips on how to navigate this transition and make it as smooth as possible so i'm a huge advocate for cycle syncing as you know and if you don't know that is go listen to the episodes on it it's super cool but i want to use cycle syncing as just a little parallel to transitions because cycle syncing is all about transitioning supporting the transitions to help you have as little of negative effects as possible as your hormones change throughout different phases of your cycle. So we're going to use this as just an example. And I want to think about, I want you to think about and ask yourself, okay, so similar to cycle syncing, if you know what cycle syncing is, how can I support myself, my mind and my body during this transition phase of my life? So in cycle syncing, it's usually you eat certain foods that have nutrients that help your hormones feel the least amount of negative effects, or you're changing up the intensity of your workouts or resistance based on your hormone levels in order to help you work with your body, not against it. So just some ideas that I have off the top of my head for transitioning. Let's just talk about for your mental state of mind I think the transition can feel have a lot of unknowns that come with it and a lot of overwhelm so if I could go back and give myself advice for navigating that just initial feeling of overwhelm anxiety and stress with going to school I would simply tell myself a bible verse and <laughs> not to be that girl <laughs> that's like bible verse but seriously this is a verse that genuinely has helped me a lot in my life especially with anxiety and it is, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your your request be made known to God. That's Philippians 4, 6. So uh, something that's been helpful for me is just anytime I feel overwhelmed or scared about the future, I will pray to God and I'm like, hey God, like this is this is really bothering me or this is really worrying me and making me feel this type of way. Like I just surrender this feeling to you, Lord. I just pray that you would, Just give me peace and just help me follow you with trust and faith and know what is right and what is not right in my decisions. So ultimately it's giving God the, giving God the stress and the worry, giving that to him, being like, God, take it, please. Like you already know the outcome of my life. I just surrender this to you. A lot of time, I think the overwhelmed feelings can come from us wanting to be able to control every aspect of our life, especially if you're someone who's a very scheduled routine person, it can feel scary to all of a sudden be like, oh my gosh, I have all these different classes at different times. How am I going to navigate my fitness routine with this? How am I going to keep working on that passion project of mine? How am I going to have time for my friends? How am I going to have time for my boyfriend? How am I going to have time to take care of myself, to get sleep? You know, like all those thoughts are really valid and they definitely come up with school And I think it really just comes down to being like, take a deep breath and surrender. And prayer is one of my favorite ways to surrender. Something else that's helpful too with just surrendering is getting a journal, dumping down every single one of those worries on paper, Whenever you put something that you're afraid of or that's bothering you out into the open and you're exposing it to light, it's gonna take the weight and power out of it so, so much. And another tip I have too is just giving yourself grace. End of the day, you're a human being. It's normal to feel emotions of worry and just nervousness about things that you don't know what's coming. I mean, think about it. Humans are literally designed to fight or to flight in times of distress. So if you're feeling like you're in major fight or flight mode, just take a couple deep breaths, reel yourself back down to the ground and give yourself grace. And understand that you're not the only person feeling like this. I remember when I was earlier this summer, I was helping lead at Young Life camp, and <laughs> I'd never been a camp counselor before, and I was so freak—I was so freaking out because I—I also did not enjoy camp as a kid, and I thought I was the only counselor feeling like this. I'd actually bawled my eyes out the night before going to camp. I was like, "Oh my gosh, I don't want to do this. I don't want to go." And I remember I get off the plane and I'm walking with two other leaders and we bonded because all of us had cried the night before about coming to this camp. And it made me just have so much comfort and peace of mind knowing that I wasn't alone in how I felt. And I want you to know that feeling overwhelmed about school is is, like most people feel that feeling, it's super normal. So if you have friends who go to your school, just talk to them about it, be open about things. And I promise it's gonna help you a lot Also, too, with the transition is I think it's easy to get super excited about, oh, my gosh, it's almost like New Year's, like new year, new me, new school year, new me. And you want to make a bunch of changes at once. And that can be really overwhelming in itself, because I don't know if you've ever heard this, but the the whole concept about whenever you have a goal, instead of giving yourself a ton of life changes to hit that goal, because it's easy to make all these changes that are super drastic and then you do it for a week and then you quit because it's just like too much versus if you start with one small thing and you slowly add on as you accomplish and master each of the small things you've given yourself, that's when it becomes something that is an actual habit in your life. So think of this like the transition phase two instead of being like, okay, we're gonna have this super productive 5 a.m. morning routine every day before school and then I'm gonna get home and I'm gonna, every 30 minutes, I'm gonna do this, this and this and this and you all of a sudden give yourself a super rigorous schedule that's really really contrasting to how your summer looked that can be really hard to stick to and can be very overwhelming so I challenge you to start with one thing one little change that you want to add into your life as a school year start master it and then start to add on and those things can be like how you're scheduling your how you're scheduling your friend hangouts instead of trying to fit in a friend hangout every day after school you could start with a couple times a week or even with your workouts try to just start small with your workout schedule instead of being like i'm going to do a two-hour workout every day after school give yourself give yourself grace with it and instead of the all or nothing mindset have the little by little mindset i don't know if that's a mindset (laughs) the tortoise and the hair. think about the tortoise and the hair. The tortoise won the race as he took a little small steps, remember? All right, moving on. (laughs) Something else that's really helpful for me and I wish that I had known this in school is a question that I actually use sometimes in conflict. So obviously school can bring about lots of moments where we're either having friendship drama, we're having teacher drama, we're having homework stress, failing a test, whatever, all the things. There can be a lot that can come with school that is uncomfortable and makes us have conflict in our life. You may have heard me talk about this before, but something I've been prioritizing in 2024 is taking small actions each day to improve at least 1% in my physical, mental, and spiritual health. One of those daily healthy habits I've been loving is taking care of my gut with Seed's DSO-1 Daily Symbiotic. I first started taking Seed way back in 2019 when I was having all sorts of painful gastrointestinal issues and was getting no answers from my doctor. During this time, I dove into the world of holistic health and learned how important a healthy gut microbiome is for the rest of the body to thrive and feel amazing. So I started consistently taking a daily probiotic for the first time ever and experienced significant ease in my bloating. My digestion became healthy and regular and I noticed an increase in my energy levels and mood. One of the many things I love about seed is how easy it is to fit seed into my daily routine. No refrigeration is needed and the free travel vial from the Welcome Kit allows you to take DSO-1 on the go, which we love. Love, especially with summer travels right around the corner. As you know, I'm currently pregnant, and I'm super cautious about what different things I'm putting into my body. So I definitely feel reassured taking DSO1 over other probiotics because of their rigorous scientific testing and 24 clinically and scientifically studied strains. Trust your gut with Seed's DSO1 Daily Symbiotic. Go to seedcom Cali and use code 25 cali to get 25% off your. Your first month. That's 25% off your first month of seed's DS01 daily symbiotic at seed.com/slash Cali, code 25Cali. Something that is very near and dear to my heart is talking about hormonal health on this podcast. I remember the first time I got my period, it was right before leaving for figure skating practice and let me tell you, everything about it was miserable. I bawled my eyes out the entire car ride wondering if I would ever stop feeling like this. Okay, a little dramatic, I know, but I felt similar emotions last year when I continued to struggle with hormonal acne, up and down moods, and painful periods. After doing lots of research, I realized as women, we are never taught in school that painful periods aren't normal. In fact, your body could be signaling to you that your hormone levels are off and need some support that's where hormone harmony steps in hormone harmony is your complete natural hormone support for women that adapts to the body's unique needs and can help maintain optimal hormone levels relieve occasional bloating and mild mood swings while improving sleep quality and supporting weight management trusted by over 1.2 million customers happy mammoth the company that created hormone harmony is dedicated to making women's lives easier and that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for for women. Have you ever heard of maca root extract? I've loved maca for a while now because it has been shown to provide sustained energy, relieve mild mood swings, and support a healthy desire and drive. Okay, what about ashwagandha extract? This ingredient in Hormone Harmony has been shown to help the body adapt to stress and support cortisol levels, which is so key the week before your period. Another ingredient that really sticks out to me is Chase tree berry extract, which has been shown to relieve monthly symptoms of PMS like bloating, cramps, acne, breast tenderness, and the pre-period girl hour that we probably already all know at this point. And the biggest benefit of taking Hormone Harmony, in over 17,000 reviews for Hormone Harmony, Feeling Like Myself Again is what women mentioned over and over. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code Cali at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code Cali for 15% off today.
2: Why pay more for a separate CoQ10 supplement?
1: And a question that I love is asking myself, will I care about this in five years? So let's say you fail a test. Ask yourself, will I care about this in five years? Genuinely, I do not remember any tests from high school. I mean, maybe a couple (laughs) that were like traumatic tests, but most of them I really don't remember. And the times that I failed something, I look back and I'm like, that's actually kind of funny because like it didn't affect me at all. I thought it was the end of the world at the time. So that's a question that I want you to keep in your back pocket during the school year. It's similar to just asking, saying to yourself, so what? So what? Those girls were mean to me at lunch. So what? I sat in the library. I used to sit in the library at lunch, you guys. My sophomore year, I had like no friends and I would sit in the library with my one singular friend and it was honestly... It was honestly kind of sad, but it was fine. And so just know that if you, if that's you, I was there too, okay? And I'm, I'm fine. I made it out. We're good. So just know that if you are struggling socially in school, just say, so what? Because just be- the people you're around in high school or college, you're like, I think it's cool to look at life like this. The friends we have now we're not always gonna have the exact same friends as we get older. And we're always gonna meet new people every single year of our life. So we're gonna have new friends coming into our lives, which is super cool. So instead of having a scarcity mindset in the friend department, please know that you are worthy of friends. You are worthy of having a close inner circle. And just because that group of people, maybe they aren't the nicest to you or they're excluding you, that does not mean that you're never gonna have friends, okay? And I'm saying that to me of my college self and high school self, because I was like, "Why well, I don't have any friends. What's wrong with me? But I have so many amazing friends now. So don't get too discouraged in the friendship department. And moving on to our next point about FOMO and fitting in there, if, oh my gosh, especially in college, FOMO, it can be so real, especially freshman year. I remember when I lived in the dorms freshman year, like every night there'd be parties and all the girls on my floor, we'd all be getting ready in the bathroom or in our rooms. And then we'd all be wearing like the exact same outfit. We'd all walk downstairs across the field to the frat houses and go to the parties. And like it was all freshman girls and everyone was wearing the same thing. And I got to the point where I realized that the parties were always like that. They were always the exact same parties. And at first, I literally, you guys, went out two weeks straight. My eyes turned bloodshot red and I was like, I'm not going to miss anything. Like, I have to go to everything. And it turned into negatively affecting my overall health because my eyes turned bloodshot red. And something that I learned is that, like the saying, there's always gonna be another party, it is actually very true. And like that doesn't mean to never go out, to never be social. Like if you're a social butterfly and that makes you happy, like do it. But don't do it at the expense of your own health and well-being. because fear of missing out, it just, you gotta do what's best for you. You gotta make the decision that's gonna help the future you feel the best. And maybe that is being social and going out to that frat party, or maybe it is staying at home and having a little soft, girl, soft girl era self care night. You just gotta take care of yourself, and you gotta know yourself, and you gotta hold true to your boundaries and do what's best for you. Because there's always gonna be that person telling you, "Come on, like, you gotta go with me. Come out with me. Do this with me." But if you're feeling socially so expended and you just You just know that if you go out, you're going to get sick. You just got to protect yourself. And even in the sense of fitting in, you guys, I have to share a little story with you. So I lived in Canada when I was two years old until I was 10. And then I moved from Canada to Houston, Texas. So something I noticed living in Canada is that Canadians, the general culture there was way less... Brand what's the word? brand name superficial with just different brand name items if that makes sense. And when I got to the states, I remember going to school I was in fifth grade, and everyone had these bags called the John the John Hart bags and Vera Bradley bags and the Toms <laughs> all those things. I remember I was like, what what are these things and why are these things trendy? They're so ugly? <laughs> no offense if you like them. But eventually, as the year went on, I started to be like, oh my gosh, I need a John Hart bag. Oh my gosh, I need Vera Bradley. I need Sperry's and Tom's because I have to fit in with everybody. And I started to slowly mold into what the popular girls were doing because I wanted them to think I was cool. And I slowly lost who I was. And my own style got confused. And this, this is something that I have still struggled with and I'm getting better at is not letting what's trendy influence my own personal style and ways of thinking. So groupthink is really real. And next time there's a trend of a fashion trend, I want you to ask, genuinely ask yourself if this was not trendy right now, would I buy this? I have so many times found myself be like, no, I wouldn't buy this if it wasn't trendy. I just want it because it's cool and everyone thinks it's cool. And so I challenge you this school year to focus more on your own individual style, your own individual personality and let your true self shine through. What everyone says is cool is going to be cool for a year and then it's not going to be cool anymore. You have to stay true to yourself Because the people that you're surrounding yourself with in high school or in college, those people are, most of them are probably not going to be your people eight years from now. You may still have a couple of friends from high school and college, but the odds are that you're going to have a very different circle as you get older. So it's important to stay true to yourself because if you get molded into somebody that you are surrounded by in high school or or in college, who is not the best influence on you, like they say that the people you surround yourself with are the people that you become the most like. So be really careful with who you're surrounding yourself with this year and do your best to not let the label of popularity and cool and whatever <laughs> change, change the real version of who you know you are. And even with like sorority stuff, I remember I was obsessed with the top house. Oh my gosh, I wanted to be in the top house so bad. And it's such a blessing in disguise because they dropped me like the second from last day or third from last day. And I was like so devastated, but they ended up getting kicked off campus two weeks later for hazing. And so in that in that instance there, I was so obsessed with being in the number one coolest popular group. And if I had, if I hadn't stayed true to who I really was and joined the sorority that I ended up joining, who those people were actually like genuine awesome people who i'm still friends with some of them who knows where like who knows what who i'd be so not to like be not to make you afraid but it is important to make sure that you are surrounding yourself with people who are inspiring you no matter how old you are i wish i could tell myself that so bad i did so many just i made some horrible mistakes trying to fit in and it just isn't worth it it's not worth it especially not worth what that guy thinks about you like don't let a guy's opinion influence, influence what you do also. Like I, oh, I made that mistake so many times and it just was never worth it ever. Okay. Some more tangible tips for you. Let's talk about note-taking. This is more of an actual like school, school tip. I feel like I did a lot of social tips, but some note-taking tips that I have for you. Number one, this is going to sound so, so, so general, but do not disturb. If you're taking notes on your phone or computer, like seriously, do yourself a huge favor and just put your stuff on, do not disturb. It's going to help you stay so much more focused. And if you're just seeing notifications flash all the time on your screen, you're going to just feel your brain getting pulled in so many different directions and you're going to end up feeling really distracted. Also, some other note-taking tips I have is I am definitely one for taking like very organized notes, but what I would do in class is I would basically like dump down everything and try to write things down as the professor was saying them and then I'd go back and organize them after. So that's really helpful. You can also, I don't know if this is allowed, but you can also compile notes to your friends so you can take notes and then basically compare notes to your friends and like make a big document for all of you guys to study off of. I think that's really helpful too. And lastly, If the professor tells you or teacher tells you, hey, I'm going to send you this PowerPoint, don't write down all the PowerPoint stuff. Uh, Okay. (laughs) Actually, that's – I take that back. If you know yourself, like for me, for example, they'd be like, oh, yeah, we're going to send this PowerPoint after class. I would literally never look at it. So maybe take the notes on the PowerPoint. But if they – if you know that you're going to look at the PowerPoint when you're studying for the test – take notes from what they're saying instead of trying to write down verbatim everything they're saying on the PowerPoint because I'll save you a lot of time and a lot of stress and also highlighting things is so helpful too I to this day I'll still do it if I'm taking notes on a podcast I'm listening to or a webinar I'm listening to or whatever I will highlight so many things and color coding with highlight is so helpful I think colors I think color psychology is really real for helping to remember things. And so that's really helpful. Also, you guys, this is a hack that I don't even, I'm going to sound like low-key old saying this because I don't even know if this is still around. But Quizlet was actually my lifesaver. I like, oh my gosh, Quizlet helped me with everything. So do yourself a favor and use Quizlet. That's not sponsored. That's genuinely like what got me through college was Quizlet. I'm even, I'm curious like how many Quizlet sets I have that's such a I'll have to look at that you guys and then another thing for paying attention in class like I said is genuinely just minimizing as minimizing distractions like I understand that class can be boring sometimes and it's like why am I sitting through this for so long when the teacher is just rambling about the same thing over and over again but truly truly like I wish more than anything that I'd gone into college with more of a learning, a a craving to learn because I was so obsessed with grades that I would do anything just to get a good grade. And as a result, I don't really remember anything from college, really pretty much nothing. (laughs) But I think what helped me a lot was during the pandemic when everything was online for me, I would walk, I'd go on a walk and listen to my classes in my, in my Airbus. AirPods (laughs) and I actually was listening and it felt like I was listening to a podcast and I would learn. And I, I was like, wow, this is so much more interesting. So having the just wanting to learn and expand your knowledge that I think that's been really helpful for me now after college is like the, the thing, the saying of never stop learning. It's so true. And I think that's the biggest thing for just helping you pay attention is to just be so interested in how your professor thinks Be like, why do they think like that? Okay, like in challenging what they're thinking, like asking yourself, okay, let's like look this up. Is this real? Is this true? Is this accurate? And just always be researching. I think that's the best way to learn is to research and do it yourself. So that leads me into what is my purpose though because I will say this, whenever you're in a class and it's not something you're interested in, it can be really hard to pay attention. I will say that for a fact. And when I was working in my corporate job after college, it was in public relations. It was in consumer tech public relations. And while some of my clients were super cool, overall, the actual position that I was doing was not really what I wanted to do with my life. And so I found myself struggling a lot with focusing. And I had really never had a hard time focusing like that my entire life. And you guys, I genuinely thought that I had ADHD or not ADHD. I thought I had ADD and maybe, maybe I do. I don't know, but I thought I did. And it was interesting because I'd feel like I was having a really hard time paying attention at my job, but then I'd have a really easy time creating content and working on my own business. So I found myself, I was taking Adderall to help myself focus more in my job and eventually it got to the point where I take Adderall and I get so focused on my own business and ideas in my mind that I still cannot focus on my job. And that was like the biggest red flag for me, you guys. When I was like, I'm literally taking Adderall and I am unable to focus still taking Adderall. Also, I, I, I genuinely am not trying to promote Adderall. I don't take it anymore. And it definitely had some negative effects for me. So I would not recommend it if you don't have to take it, but. That was when I was like, "Hmm, I don't think this is what I was designed to do—is work in public relations." And that's a question that's really good to ask yourself: Is what am I excited about in my life? What is what types of things really light me up, and what types of things do I want to do, and do I feel motivated to do? Because the end of the day, I truly believe that God designed every single one of us for a specific purpose. And he's gonna give us the tools that we need and wire our brain in the way that we need to be wired in order to accomplish that purpose. So for me, my brain is very creative. I'm maybe not always the most detailed person, but the skill set that I have and the way that my brain is wired is really awesome for what I do, which is creating content, building community, talking on a podcast teaching workout classes like those things just flow naturally for me and so I think that's really interesting to look at and be like is my brain wired for this that's a really cool way to look at when you're deciding on your major or what you want to do with your life is asking yourself am I truly wired for what I'm what I'm doing because I know that God created you for a very specific purpose and I don't think he wants you to feel super unfocused all the time. I just don't think so. I know he designed you in the way you're designed and there's nothing wrong with you. And I also, it's a whole other topic, but I definitely think the school system is built in a way that is trying to force everyone into a certain mold. So far, I know like a lot of creative school can be challenging and because they're just wired differently. So I think it's also giving yourself grace if you aren't the best student ever, if you don't get the gr- the best grades all the time, if you're struggling with test taking. Like I've been there and I think it's important to realize like we don't we're not all wired. We're not all built to be the exact same person. So give yourself grace, know that you're here for a reason and if you're struggling with school, it's okay. It doesn't mean you're a failure at all. And you're super smart no matter what kind of grades you're getting, okay? right now let's chat about something very important stress workload overwhelm you guys this is so oh so common and i feel like so many of us can struggle have struggled with this i mean even after school like this is something i struggle with on a day-to-day basis so i have some tips that i use on a daily basis to help navigate feeling overwhelmed with how much work i have to do and first thing is dumping it all down. I've talked about this before in like some of my productivity episodes, but doing a brain dump is so, oh, helps so much. Basically what you're gonna do is grab Google Docs or grab a piece of paper, write down literally everything that you have to do, just dump it down in no particular order. Now I want you to start to look at what's on the paper and circle the things that are high priority. So things are due today, tomorrow, high priority stuff. Okay. So for example, for me be like podcast, this is high priority because it's, I'm posting this on at midnight on Wednesday. So that's high priority versus filming a workout video that's going to launch in three weeks. That's not as high priority for me in the current moment of time. So anyways, once you've circled your high priority things, I want you to circle like four or five things. From that chunk of things, I want you to pick one to two things and I want you to start to work on those things for the next 30 minutes. Give yourself a 30-minute timer. Work on only those two things, nothing else. Don't let yourself get distracted. It's easy to try to jump between different tasks. Just stay on the same two things or one thing if two is still too much. Once the 30-minute timer is up, give yourself a five-minute break, time it, stand up, walk around, get the blood flowing, maybe go do your laundry, go outside get some sun and then come back if you still haven't finished those two things finish them up for the next 30 minutes and then slowly chip away at the high priority things by using that system ow i just hit my hand on my desk very hard Anyways, that is a system that I've used through college, I use currently, and it is one of my favorite systems. If I'm struggling with overwhelm or struggling to focus, it is so good, you guys, and I definitely definitely recommend it. Something else too that's really helpful is just keeping track of everything in your calendar. Like, this is more event focused or more meeting based or call based, but Anytime I have anything come up, even like a coffee date with a friend, I will put it in my calendar. Google calendars is the best and it definitely helps a lot with organizing my time, especially if you're someone who's a busy gal and you like to do a lot of extracurriculars or you have a side hustle or you work an after school job, whatever it is. Just a Google Calendar is going to help you visually see everything so well. And something else that I want to kind of, I want to try this. I haven't ever tried this, but I think I have had friends who've done this. I know it can be hard kind of playing around with social schedules and stuff. So I used to have one of my closest friends would do this with all of our friends. They would all share their class schedules with each other. And then they were able to like figure out when they could hang out with each other. And I think that's a really cool idea. And so that's another thought that if you are nervous about, Seeing your friends as much as you've, as much as you've been seeing them over the summer, definitely exchange exchange schedules and plan that way. And finally, I want to just chat about balancing everything. This is the final point I'm going to talk about. And I think balance is one of those things where we're not always going to be equilibrially balanced in all areas of our life. Sometimes we're in seasons where our homework is gonna take up a lot of our life because we have huge tests coming up or we're finishing up the semester or other times, we're gonna be focused so much on that guy that we're dating or our, friend, our new friendships that we've been making because we're new at school or whatever reason. And our homework will take less of a priority for us. It's important to just meet yourself where you are and realize that seasons of life call for different things and just ease up on the pressure that you've been putting yourself to be perfect in every area of your life because it just isn't realistic. I still struggle with this pressure and if I would remove that pressure from myself, I know that I would feel 10 times happier and 10 times less overwhelmed. So let's do it together, let's remove that pressure and let's just meet ourselves where we are because we're healthy, we're humans and we're doing the best we can. At the end of the day, that's all you can do with school and with life is just try your best. And sometimes best is just showing up for class and then going and sleeping the rest of the day. Sometimes best is literally skipping class because you're not feeling well and just resting. Or sometimes your best is waking up early at 5 a.m., going to the gym before school and doing all the things and then having a super productive day after school. Like, you just have to meet yourself where you are. And I think that's going to help you a lot this year in school. And it's going to help you feel a lot less pressure and a lot less just the stress that can come with school. So, you're gonna crush it this year. If you have any questions or ever wanna chat, hit me up on Instagram at pod And don't forget to leave a review on the podcast if you loved it. It helps a lot. And you guys, I just wanna say I'm really thankful for every single one of you listening. It means a lot that you're listening every week. And I truly am so thankful to have this platform and this community and your sweet messages that you send me over socials or in just the reviews for the podcast. They're literally so kind and I'm just very thankful. So anyways, you guys, I will see you next week. Have the best day ever. Keep shining, keep being amazing, keeping healthy, be human. And I will see you so soon. And yeah, bye my gorgeous queens.
0: When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time